You're listening to the Quince podcast. Just 24 hours after premiering on 15 January, Amazon Prime's original web series Tandav landed straight into controversy. After a fuming Twitterati demanded a ban on the show over the depiction of Hindu gods claiming that it hurts Hindu sentiments, the makers of the show are now looking at four police cases. The cases include FIRs filed against 96 people associated with the show and also alleged that the web series is provoking communal disharmony and hurts the sentiments of Hindus. Outrage over the series expressed forcefully by BJP leaders has now led to Mumbai police increasing security outside two of Amazon India's offices in the city and also the residence of Saif Ali Khan the lead actor in the show but even after an apology issued by the creators of the show there is now a team of four police personnel in Mumbai from Lucknow for investigations following the registration of a case against the makers of the show at the Hazrat Ganj police station what is this controversy actually about what kind of questions does the whole backlash against the show raise about self regulation and censorship in the digital content space for this episode we spoke to Udbhav Tiwari who is a public policy advisor for Mozilla You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Himmat. As much as OTT platforms gain popularity in India for being able to host unregulated content that television channels can't, they've also attracted a lot of negative attention from political and ideological groups. for the same reason for its unregulated content no matter how critically acclaimed some ott series have gotten shows like sacred games the family man and mirzapur in the recent past they have all come under fire over accusations of hurting certain sentiment so what is it about tandav which actually triggered this controversy the scene which most political leaders and public have raised an issue with is actually in the very first episode of the series the scene features actor mohammad zishan ayub who portrays lord shiva in a stage play in a modern getup In the same scene, the narrator on stage tells Lord Shiva that he needs to do something to improve his popularity on social media, as Lord Ram's popularity is gaining. As the hashtag Ban Tandav now trended on Twitter on 17 January, BJP leaders joined in on criticizing the show. BJP MP Manoj Kotak wrote to the Information Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javadekar seeking a ban on the series for allegedly taunting Hindu deities. And MLA Ram Kadam in Maharashtra even said in a tweet, and I'm quoting him here. Tanda will be boycotted until necessary charges are made. In a tweet BJP leader Kapil Mishra who is accused of making incendiary speeches that triggered riots in Delhi in February 2020 alleged that Tandav is anti-dalit and full of communal hatred against Hindus. But the most daunting in the list of all the action taken against the show is by Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath's media adviser Shalab Bani Tripathi who tweeted in Hindi saying a serious case has been registered against the entire team of Tandav. and that they should be prepared for an arrest tripathi was actually the one who sent the team of four up police personnel currently investigating the case in mumbai even the information broadcasting ministry has now issued a notice to amazon prime seeking its response to the complaints against the web series now in light of the complaints the makers of the show have issued an unconditional apology for unintentionally hurting sentiments of the public the cast and the crew of the show actually went a step ahead and actually agreed to omit the scenes that the complaints have been filed against and also reiterated the apology while its legal troubles seem to be mounting with a number of police complaints against the makers this is actually not the first time that a web series has been targeted in the country for the contents of its plot 
In fact, this is not even the first time that a series or a movie faced so much wrath from ideological groups. Remember Padmavat? While Bollywood and news platforms have had a regulatory system in place already, OTT platforms have had a free run until recently when the INB ministry got streaming platforms like Netflix and Amazon Prime and others under its ambit. But in September 2020, 15 streaming platforms, including Amazon Prime, signed on to a self-regulation code known as the Universal Self-Regulation Code for Online Curated Content to preempt government censorship. Udbhav Tiwari, who is a public policy advisor for Mozilla, explains the latest from these guidelines. The question of self-regulating content on OTT platforms is one that's been playing out for at least three, probably three and a half years now in India. Um, unlike many other kinds of content that have, such as TV, radio, and print that have broadly been around at least for a couple of decades, OTT streaming in India really took off, I would say, only post-2014 uh, or 2015 in a big way. And uh, it was when it hit that critical mass of uh, enough number of like users uh, like consuming this content, as well as the growth in the number of OTT players themselves, where we usually associate it with Amazon Prime and Netflix, but uh, there are uh, more than, I think, 10, maybe even 12 uh, fairly prominent Indian OTT players as well, that I think people started talking about the need for regulating the content that is available on such services. And uh, usually the distinction that was made was that the content that is playing on television is content that is available in a living room and is available for anyone in a home or a family to see. And the user doesn't really have a choice. Like one can switch on the TV or switch off the TV and switch between channels. But once somebody is on a channel, they have to see whatever is being showcased. Uh, many of these presumptions don't necessarily apply to OTT services because you can watch them on personal viewing devices. You have an element of choice and control in uh, what content you see uh, and the rate at which you consume it. And you also have the ability uh, within many OTT streaming platforms to sort of set up parental controls and, and uh, age gate the content that is available in different devices uh, in your account or in your home. So because of all of these reasons, I would say that like the conversation for OTT regulation picked up in about three and a half years ago. And since then, there have been different attempts to come up with uh, OTT self-regulatory codes where I don't think there is too much disagreement on the substantive content of the codes. Mm -hmm. But the thing that has been the most difficult part is on um, uh, something that I believe that we will cover later as well, but a redressal mechanism of what users do when they do believe that there is some content on this platform that violates the code. So, uh, and that is still actually uh, an issue. And uh, despite that, I would say uh, issue not necessarily being res resolved within the IMAI, which is the Internet and Mobile Association of India, uh, mm -hmm. different OTT players have contained and have signed up uh, to a self-regulatory code that hasn't been approved by the Information and Broadcasting Ministry yet. And this has now, I think, been valid at least for a little lesser uh, than a year. This self-regulatory code is much like the National Broadcasting Association, which is also a self-regulatory body. And the argument for it is to avoid the government's regulations looming overhead in the interest of consumer empowerment and artistic expression. While a lot of people have argued over the necessity for self-regulatory bodies over government regulations, the government hasn't approved Universal Self-Regulation Code for online curated content. The regulation versus creative liberty is an age-old debate, and these frequent controversies on web series content has once again given a fresh impetus to all the arguments around it. Should show creators have to abide by more stringent self-regulation, or should the government actually lower the bar further for creative freedom? 
What does the Bollywood fraternity think about this question? In an interview to The Quint dated 27 December 2019, film director Anurag Kashyap said that he is completely anti-censorship, but there are certain responsibilities which creators do need to undertake. Let's listen to a snippet. Uh, everything must coexist. This is what I keep telling people. Do you think self-regulation is the way out instead of having a body which self-regulation, self-censorship. People do practice that. I'm saying in spite of me being against censorship, I have some things I would not put out in movies and I have my own responsibility that I think are my responsibility. In some words, people say must be responsibility, they're not responsibilities because I will not handle my audience with, I want them to grow and make adult decisions if they want to call themselves being adult. Being adult is not just being 18, it's mm. making your own decisions. Right. So I, I would put them in uncomfortable situations and things where they have to make a choice. So for me, I am totally anti-censorship, any kind of a censorship. Debaka Banerjee, who was also part of the interview, said, and I'm quoting him here, what we call self-censorship is an outer layer and the inner reason for not doing something is ultimately fair. Here is a full snippet. It's okay to talk about self-censorship, but sometimes what we call self-censorship is an outer layer and the inner reason for not doing something is ultimately fear. We are afraid, as I said, that we are all afraid for ourselves and afraid of something. And that situation happens when the state very smartly not showing itself to be the source of the fear let's lose certain forces and then says how can we help mm. that happened that happened we are not stopping you we are stopping you because uh, there is unrest and civil unrest and lack of peace mm. and lives will get lost do you want your film to be responsible for that and then that begs the question that what the hell are you there for you're supposed to be the state you're supposed to protect every voice that exists in your society and you're saying what can we do these voices are getting very violent mm -hmm. they are breaking buses they are doing this they are burning so to stop them and to stop innocent lives we are stopping you from getting that film in this festival that you've planned you will and provoke. then the big money that colludes and Finances, unfortunately, our films, our films are made by other people's money. And when the big money and big capital that colludes with the state, they say, hey, listen, it's just an event. Why are you being the bitter guy in the mix? Why are you stopping this nice party to go ahead? They drop that film, no. What will happen? What happens then? That's something that all filmmakers, all media people, and all the members of the audience should be very, very watchful about and raise a voice against. The Tandav controversy may have given content and show creators in India a useful reminder that it is time for a robust revamping of current regulations, which balance creative freedom and these restrictions to free speech. However, India is a country which is making conscious choices for making it easier for businesses to operate. Then why not make it easier for streaming platforms? If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We are available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 